When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Brent here from American English with this guy. And today I want to introduce a new series I'll be doing on the channel. And that is where I am going to take some of the most difficult words in English and break them down. Talk about all of the ways we use them. Words like get, take, and bring. And today, as that dog is barking in the background. Can you hear that? Today, I want to talk about brush. And you may think, well, I know what a paintbrush is. I, I know what a hairbrush is. But we also have so many phrasal verbs with brush, like brush up, brush aside, brush over. We also have some sayings in English, brush with the law, brush with death. But what I need to do today is pick up my lawn again. If you remember a couple weeks ago, I did phrasal verbs acted out while I did yard work. Well, I'm not gonna do that again. But before I get this work done, I wanna teach you all about the English word brush. And one of the ways that we use brush as a noun is when there is a lot of branches or twigs. I talked about the word twig a couple lessons ago in small things in English, but here's some brush over here. Just little twigs, little branches. It would be really hard to walk through this brush. So that's the way we use brush as a noun. A couple other ways we use brush as a noun, some very common ways. You probably know these already, a toothbrush. The verb we use with it is, is actually brush. So you can brush your teeth, a hairbrush. You can brush your hair. Hopefully you have more hair than I do. How about a paintbrush? You've probably heard of that too, but the verb changes just a little bit. You have to brush on paint if you're painting an entire house. You can't simply say, I brush paint onto the house. You need, you need that preposition on. I brush paint onto the house. But if you're using it with hair or teeth, you don't need the preposition on. But have you ever heard of a grill brush? In just a second, I want to show you a grill brush, but to do that, we have to go into my garage. Before we go into my garage, please don't mind the mess. It's a little messy in there. So, so this is my grill. It's getting to be winter time, so I've brought my grill inside just to protect it. But to clean my grill, after I'm done cooking with it, I use a grill brush and here's a grill brush. That's what a grill brush looks like. <clears throat> it was a little loud in my neighborhood so I thought I should take a little drive and we can walk along a trail 
as we learn more about the English word brush. There are some abandoned railroad tracks that I think we can walk along and we'll actually wa be walking into the brush. Yeah, I've never walked down this trail, but let's see what we can see. The next type of brush I would like to teach you is a pastry brush. So pastries are things like cookies, cakes, donuts, anything sweet made with dough. And a pastry brush is used for brushing on, there's that phrasal verb again, brushing on maybe butter on top of a donut or something. Pastry brush, looks a lot like a paintbrush, but you definitely wouldn't want to brush paint on a donut. Yeah, so here are some abandoned railroad tracks and the word abandoned means no longer used. I think when I filmed an English lesson at a truck stop, we visited an abandoned building just for a little bit. Everywhere I go, there's some kind of noise. It sounds like a machine is off in the distance. Maybe we'll meet whatever machine is causing that noise. The next type of brush I wanna teach you is kind of gross, but we need to have it. It's a toilet brush. So if you ever need to clean your toilet with some kind of tool that looks like that, we call it a toilet brush in English. We don't usually use brush as an adjective. Adjectives describe nouns in English, but you might hear the term airbrushed t-shirt. And there's a picture of one right up there. You might see airbrushed t-shirts if you ever visit a big American city like New York City. A few years ago, my wife and I, we visited New Orleans. And when we were walking around as tourists, there was actually someone who was airbrushing pictures of people and we got our picture airbrushed. I don't know where that picture is now. If I knew where it was, I would definitely show it to you. Any kind of art like that, we call it airbrushed. So you could get an airbrushed t-shirt or an airbrushed portrait of yourself. We can use brush as a verb on its own, not an English phrasal verb. And a couple synonyms for brush would be graze or skim. And that means to lightly touch, like my hand is brushing my cheek, or I could say brushing against my cheek. My wife, she teaches PE at school. That's short for physical education. She teaches sports. So a lot of the sports she teaches will involve a ball. Let's say soccer. Maybe she's teaching soccer that day, or you might call it um, football. We call it soccer. And let's say a ball brushes her head, or it grazes her head, or it skims along her head, it means barely touching it. It doesn't hit her, but it almost does. So we could say it brushed her head. If you remember when I did that English lesson at a barber shop, Jason used a razor against my skin, and you could say that he was brushing it against my skin, barely touching it. 
to take off the hair. Now let's get into some of the English phrasal verbs we might use. The first one you might hear is brush up. Now this means at one time you knew something. Maybe you forgot it and then you need to learn it again or you need to relearn it. So in high school, I took three years of French. Can you believe it? Now, I really can't speak French, but I did 30 years ago take three years of French. If I were to go on a trip to France, I would have to brush up on my French. I would have to learn it again. Maybe when you were a kid, you rode your bike, but maybe it's been a few years since you've ridden a bike. You might have to brush up on how to ride a bike. But in English, we do have a phrase that says, it's just like riding a bike. You never forget it. So I don't know if that's true. Can you go many years without riding a bike and then just get on a bike and start riding it like you never forgot it? I think that might be true. So maybe you don't actually have to brush up on riding your bike. Maybe you never forget it. I just met a man on this trail. I don't know if he was behind me when I was recording, but he has, he says he has a camp up here. I don't, I don't know what that means, but uh, maybe there are some houses on this trail. We'll see. Now there is a sign over there. Can you see it? And in between me and the sign there, there is some brush that I don't want to have to walk through. I have no idea what the sign says. Let's see. Oh. Uh, I don't think, um, I don't think I can get close enough for you to see that, but I guess there is a club that maintains this trail. And it says if you're having fun on this trail to, to please join it. So somebody must have to take care of this trail. I really didn't know this existed. I've never been down this trail. Now we've already talked about brush on. You can brush paint on a wall, brush paint on a house. You could actually brush on makeup. Maybe you wanna make your cheeks look prettier. You could use a brush to brush on some makeup. I don't know much about makeup, but my wife made a video for this channel about makeup. I'll leave a link up there if you wanna watch it. Whoa, there's like a little cliff down here. I definitely don't wanna fall down here. I guess I need to be careful. The next one, oh, and I think I just, ooh, I didn't mean for this to happen, but I think there are some thorns here. And my hand just brushed along a thorn. Luckily I didn't get hurt. I felt it stick just a little bit. I guess I need to be careful of the cliff over here and the thorns over there. Sometimes it's dangerous being an English teacher. I just did it again. I need to be careful. My hand brushed along a thorn. Oh, it looks like there's another cliff over here. 
This is a strange trail. I've never been here, to be honest. I think I said that. Oh yeah, I need, okay, I, ooh. There are thorns. I need to stay on the trail. My pants brushed up against some thorns. All right, what's the next one I wanna do? What was it? I need to look at my notes. What was, it? oh, brush out, brush out. There are my notes. Uh, brush out. So if you had long hair, I don't, you might brush out your hair and it might make it kind of poofy, kind of bigger. I wish I had more hair, but you could brush out your hair. Take a hairbrush and do this. You brush it out. You make it longer. You make it fuller. If you have a dog, we don't call dog hair hair. We actually call it fur, but you could brush your dog out. You could brush your dog's fur out. Maybe they got into the brush here. And they had grass and leaves all in their fur. You might take a brush and brush out their fur to get rid of all the leaves and all the grass, all the twigs, all the branches. The next phrasal verb I want to talk about is brush over. Brush over. Let's say you were studying for an English test and right before the test, you wanna look at the material again. You wanna look at your notes again. You might brush over them really quickly. Just take a quick look at them. I've talked about the word skim already. So right now my hand is going to skim along my cheek. Again, it means to barely touch but skim can also mean to read quickly. So you might skim over your notes, you might brush over your notes right before that very difficult English test. The next one is tricky, and that is brush aside because it has two meanings. You can literally brush aside something. Now, I'm gonna show you the ground beneath my feet. Please don't make fun of my dad's shoes. All right, I literally brushed aside those leaves so we could see the wooden railroad track there. So you could physically, maybe there's a table and you wanna make room for something. You could brush aside whatever is on that table, but brush aside can also mean ignore. So maybe you have a teacher, an English teacher, but maybe they're not very good. Maybe in the classroom, you're asking a teacher questions, but they're just ignoring you. You can say, I don't know why you're brushing aside my questions. I really have a question about English. I hope you don't have a teacher like that. I hope your teacher will answer all your questions for you. The trail is getting a little wet, so I'm gonna have to turn around and go the other way but it looks like there's a part of an old car up here. Yeah, we would call that the hood of an old truck or the front of an old truck. Looks like some tires are here too.
those tires look too small to be part of that truck. If you are enjoying this English lesson about brush, you mind uh, subscribing, maybe liking the video, maybe sharing it with a friend so they can learn some English too. All right, I've turned around, I'm going the other way. Let's talk about brush shoulders. Now this part of my body right here is my shoulder. Uh, when you brush shoulders with people, it means you get to spend time with them. It means you get to hang out with them. And usually if you're brushing shoulders with somebody, it means that person either has more experience than you, maybe they're more successful than you. Let's say there was an English teacher's conference. And when I say conference, it means like a meeting. So I might have to fly to New York City to go to this conference, but maybe all of the English teachers in the world got together and I got to brush shoulders with some of the best teachers in North America. I'm sure I would probably brush shoulders with Bob the Canadian or speak English with Vanessa. If you've ever seen their channels, they're great. So, and their channels are a little bigger than mine. So I might say, hey, I went to this conference in New York City and I got to brush shoulders with some very important English teachers. Maybe you're a business person and maybe you're just starting out. You haven't been in the business for too long, but you go to a conference and you get to meet a lot of other people who are in business, but maybe they have more experience than you. You can say, oh, the conference was great. I got to brush shoulders with some of the best in the business. I got to pick their brain. Let's, let's talk about that. That doesn't have anything to do with brush, but here's a bonus saying, if you pick somebody's brain, it means you get to learn from them. You get to ask them questions and then you become better at whatever it is you're doing. I would love to pick the brains of some of the best English teachers on YouTube, find out their secrets, see what they're doing right. You could also have a brush with the law. And that means you don't get in really bad trouble, but you get into a little bit of trouble with the police. Let's say he had a brush with the law when he was younger. Now he didn't go to jail or prison for a long time, but maybe he had to spend a little bit of time in jail. Prison is worse than jail. Jail, people usually spend a little bit of time in jail, maybe a weekend or so. Prison, they go away for longer maybe years. But if you have a brush with the law, it means you just get into a little bit of trouble. Maybe you had a few speeding tickets and you had to pay a fine or something when you were younger. You had a brush with the law. Not really bad trouble, just a little bit of trouble. You could also have a brush with death, which means you almost died. Maybe you got into a really bad car accident. You had to spend some time in the hospital. You almost died. You could say, whew, I'm better now, but I had a brush with death. I hope that never happens to you. Hey, if you're looking for more English, take a look right up there. I did an English lesson about small things. Thanks for watching. See you next time.